0: This is The Sarah Swain Show, where we talk all things bold and courageous business and have big and free conversations with brave humans. Nothing is off the table here, so get ready to be moved, challenged, empowered, and propelled into action. Hi, friends. Welcome back to The Sarah Swain Show, sponsored by the Parliament. And yes, I am sponsoring my own podcast because you got to do what you got to do these days, guys. (laughs) The Parliament is a membership platform I created for free thinkers, innovators, and solution seekers that are ready to create anew. So in this space, you can connect with like-minded people across Canada while I support you in enhancing your Canadian political knowledge and bolster your confidence in your own self-expression. You can become a member of the parliament for just $22 a month by using promo code AWAKE to save 50% off until March 11th, 2022. And you can visit trailblazermedia.ca forward slash parliament to join today. All right, today I'm diving into parliamentary bills. Before you click this off, I promise you it's going to be worth your time to listen. My job here if I ever drop an episode on The Sarah Swain Show in regards to politics is not to bore you to death, but to help you have an easier time getting involved and to help you feel more empowered with what you can actually do to start enacting change, the change that you want to see. So I'm not going to go over the process of the bills because you can look that up quite easily on ourcommons.ca or sendcanada.ca. But it's not as confusing of a process um, as you may think it is. So just take five minutes and look it up. Try and kibosh any dialogue you may be holding on to about how icky it may feel just go look it up and allow yourself to see what the parliamentary process for a bill looks like from start to finish just so you at least have that base level understanding uh, as we dive into this conversation today So what makes it feel confusing, I think, is a lot of the back and forth of the bills, the multiple stages, the debates, and unfortunately, the rhetoric in the House of Commons that comes with it that can truthfully be super, super hard to take when you're watching it live. I will give the Senate some credit, though. They seem to have a much greater sense of amicability and just overall respect for one another during these dialogues, even during heated debates. So what I do want to share with you in this episode is how to increase your own level of credibility when approaching your MP about a bill. A popular question I receive almost daily is whether or not there is a template to send out to your MP to voice uh, support or opposition on a bill. And truthfully, that's literally all you need to say if you want a template. I support this bill or I don't support this bill but let's be honest about a couple of things here. So while it's fast and easy for you to just flip out and out saying I support this or don't support it, and it's a trillion times better than doing nothing, because your input matters, even if it's brief and to the point. But we can probably agree that it's not as impactful on your MP or your MP's team as what's missing here is the understanding, your understanding of why you are opposed to the bill. And secondly, and potentially an unpopular opinion here, but while sending out an email versus not sending an email is always better, can you be honest with yourself about whether or not you truly understand the bill you are emailing about. Now, I want to add here that this is in no way meant to make you feel as though the action you may already be taking um, isn't enough. What I have been so elated by in the last month alone is the landslide of messages I receive about people, even just people, paying attention to Canadian politics for the first time, let alone taking any action or getting involved uh, in any way. And I want to say how freaking proud I am of you. If you have allowed yourself to start listening, learning and observing, even if you haven't taken any formal action yet, it matters. It matters in ways that are more significant than I think you could possibly imagine, Because I know it might feel like you as one person can't make a difference. And it may feel like you get nowhere with your MP. Maybe you don't even get a reply. It may feel like doom and gloom when your MP does respond and it's not the response you wanted. It may feel like there is no point in voting. It may feel as though you are voting between evil or lesser evil It may feel like the greater agenda is too big to fight or that it's too late. It may feel like after the dismantling of the Ottawa convoy that everyone has just gone back to their everyday lives or whatever other thoughts or emotions you may be experiencing that lead you to believe that there is no point. I want to remind you of this fact. There has never been more people than there are today taking an interest in politics. There has never been more people than there are today waking up to the reality of what's coming our way in Canada. There's never been more people using their voices and platforms to spread awareness. There has never been more people having brave conversations in their homes, their workplaces, schools, or their social settings. So while it can feel super defeating and utterly hopeless some days, remember how much traction we're actually gaining every single day. It's also really important to adjust our own expectations here too, knowing that this is a long game we are playing. So to expect that all of a sudden change will happen overnight after people all of a sudden started paying attention and taking action isn't really a fair expectation to hold. So understand that while this process will test your patience, hands down it'll test your patience, I know it tests mine. Believe that we gain momentum every single day and that taking action even when it feels futile is better than taking no action at all. So anyway, back to my point about the bills. You may have never bothered to look at a bill in your life, and that is okay. It's not exactly something that our educational institutions empowered us to do growing up, so it's quite natural And normal to be a person, a Canadian citizen, who has simply lived their life with the assumption that politicians will always act in the best interest of their constituents. So if you've never read a bill before, now is a great time to start. Because here is what I believe you'll learn. I think you'll learn that the entire bill isn't always something you completely support or completely oppose in its entirety. I think you'll learn that there are sections of the bill that you agree with and sections of the bill you don't and sections of the bill you have some concerns with and would like a little bit more clarification on. And this is why the legislative process is so important. This is why the debates in the House and the Senate are so important. You may be under the impression that a bill is something that is presented once, debated and voted on, and that's not really quite how it works. The stages that the bills go through are designed to give room for the exact same process that you would appreciate as a citizen reading and understanding the bill. Being given a chance to argue certain points to seek further clarity. Verification and make amendments that you would feel more comfortable supporting if the bill were to be passed. So Bill C-11 or C-10 originally, uh, the Act to Amend the Broadcasting Act or more commonly known as the Online Streaming Act, is a really excellent example of this and one that I speak of quite frequently uh, at Trailblazer Media Group on Instagram. When the Liberal Party presented the bill for the first time, it rose hairs on the back of our necks because of the gaping holes it left wide open for the government to have sweeping powers over our freedom of speech online. But through each stage of the reading and the debates that came with it, MPs were able to call out many of these concerns within sections of the bill and start to tighten things up. Now, we know that the bill passed in the House in June of 2021. It went to the Senate for uh, their readings and debate process to either approve the bill uh, for royal assent or defeat the bill entirely. But due to the election being called in September, snap election called by Trudeau, Parliament was effectively terminated before the bill was uh, reviewed by the Senate. Now, this is an error that I want to just clarify uh, on my part because I have spoken on this bill quite a bit, but I failed to consider the election process. And this is an oversight on me uh, because technically the election process um, it triggers all parliamentary transactions to be dropped from the order paper, which means if a bill was not given royal assent by the time Parliament dissolved, the bill would then need to be reintroduced to the House as though it never existed. This is why you see the House actively debating this bill again, even though they already passed it last year. So having the bill before the House again, uh, and I just want you to gain this perspective, I believe it's actually a positive thing. Even though it's quite certain, I'm quite certain, in my opinion, that it will be approved again by the House and head straight to the Senate just like it did last year. But this gives more of an opportunity, again, for further tightening of the more concerning components of this bill, more discussion about the things that are concerning us Now, going back to my whole point of this episode, do you know what concerns you about Bill C-11? Or are you just like, oh, God, Bill C-11, great reset, we're screwed, they're coming after us. Be honest with yourself here. Do you know what points and sections within the bill you support? Do you know what points... You oppose or vehemently oppose, or would like some added clarification around in order to make you comfortable with it. And this is why I invite you to read the bill. And I'll link it up in the show notes too, so it's easy for you to find and you don't have the excuse of not knowing how to find it online. But can you agree that if you were to email your MP to state that you have concerns pertaining to a certain section of the bill and articulate why? Can you agree this holds a heavier weight? Can you agree that if you're, even if your MP disagrees with you, that it becomes clearer to our politicians that they're going to have to start working harder to answer us, the people that pay their salaries? Can you agree that if we collectively did a better job of this over time, remember no overnight fixes here, but long game? That if we collectively did a better job of this over time, that politicians would begin to realize there has been a collective shift in the people and that the days of letting our politicians run on autopilot without our input are over. Can we agree on those things? This is how we win the long game. And while sitting down and reading a bill might not be something that you feel you have time or the desire to do. I get it, especially when there are so many on the table simultaneously between the House and the Senate. Can you at least make it a priority, a point to prioritize it even, just once a month? Or maybe one that you find particularly interesting or exciting or maybe even concerning. Can you prioritize one of those a month to sit down with? Can you make it fun? Are there ways that you can make it interesting and, and exciting? Can you make it a monthly date with your with with your bestie? Grab a bottle of wine, some charcuterie, and review a bill and debate it with one another. Can you get your spouse involved or even your kids? Imagine imagine being a kid and and being involved in these types of conversations. There'd be much less adults you know 20s 30s 40s 70s 80s all of a sudden diving into this for the first time so can you get your kids involved can you bust out a whiteboard or some post-it notes to share what you all feel you agree with or disagree with can you get a group of your friends and family together and and host your own friendly debate night and mock vote for a bill i mean What better way to start opening healthy, safe dialogue with people when our world is so bloody divided? So it doesn't need to be boring. And it doesn't need to feel like something that takes up time from other important things in life. This is important. This is important for everyone. But it's a matter of us acknowledging its importance and then giving it our attention. This is truly why I created the Parliament Membership too, so together we can dive in and learn and take empowered and meaningful action with confidence on larger scales. So check out the links I've left in the show notes. And I hope this episode inspires you to realize how much really is within your power even when it doesn't feel like it. So please share it out. Tag me on Instagram at Swain or Trailblazer Media Group to let me know you're listening or what you're taking away. And thank you for spending some time with me here today, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you need support to grow or start your business online, be sure to connect with me at www.businesswithsarah.com forward slash connect or send us an email at team at businesswithsarah.com. If you loved this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and leave a five-star rating on your favorite platform to help me reach more listeners. Until our next chat, be courageous and take some action.